0: Do you know what a Skinner box is? Psychologist and behaviorist B.F. Skinner invented this device and it's a box with a little lever inside that's connected to a chute that's connected to a box of food pellets. And you put a rat in the box and show the rat that pressing the lever makes the food pellet drop down the chute. Press the lever, get a pellet. Press the lever, get a pellet. Before long, the rat figures out the connection, and pretty soon you've got a big fat lab rat who'll sit in the box all day long pounding away on the lever. And once the rat's conditioned, even when the food pellets run out, the rat will keep plugging away on that lever expecting to get a food pellet. Now there's a danger in drawing too close a parallel between rat behavior and human behavior. In most cases, you'd have to ask B.F. Skinner's daughter, who when she was a baby had a big box with a lover all her own. True story. Still, it's amazing what we will do for some perceived reward. Rewards of one sort or another are great motivators for us. They encourage us to do something we might not otherwise do. A reward for the return of a lost wallet might get someone to turn it in, even though we all know that's the right thing to do anyway. The Internal Revenue Service offers a reward for people who turn in tax cheats. And then there's frequent flyer miles. How do you choose your airline? Problems arise when rewards become entitlements. The truth is, all the airlines would love to be rid of their frequent flyer programs, but they just can't. People expect them now, and for the most part, anybody that flies with any regularity won't fly on a carrier that doesn't reward them. And that brings us, in a roundabout way, to this little parable from today's Gospel, After herding sheep or plowing fields all day, these servants might think that they deserve a nice relaxing supper with their employer to wait on them. But that's not how it works, is it? A servant is a servant. This parable, in the context of the preceding request from the disciples, increase our faith, makes it pretty clear that simply getting that increase in faith isn't going to change the disciples' status. The faith they receive is not a package deal that means that they are entitled to heaven. That is not what their salvation rests on. However much faith they have, they must remain servants. Now, this is not to condemn them or us to a life of servitude. That's not the point. The point is they can't be complacent, thinking that because they are people of faith, their work is done. The gift of faith isn't something that's given as a status symbol or as some kind of ornamentation. Faith, even a little faith, the size of a mustard seed, is supposed to do something. Even a tiny bit can accomplish the seemingly impossible, like tossing that mulberry tree into the sea. When the disciples ask Jesus to increase their faith, he responds, in in essence, by saying that they're not making use of the faith they already have. And that's pretty challenging. How often in your own life have you prayed for something you thought you needed instead of digging in and working with what you have? If I only had more faith, if I only had more patience, God, give me strength. If God doesn't deliver, does that give you an excuse for not doing what you can with what you have? I'm not saying we shouldn't pray for what we need and ask God to equip us for the tasks he's given us. But this gospel is a reminder that disciples are a people with a mission, people who are on a journey. We shouldn't expect that we're going to reach a point where we can simply rest on our laurels and expect that God's going to deliver the big reward. Because God calls us to a deeper faith than that. What we're talking about here is a relationship with the Lord. And a relationship has to be more than a quid pro quo. If your relationship with God is just transactional then you're missing the love that God has for you and that he's embodied in the person of Jesus. Our faith cannot be about getting our ticket punched so that we are on the inside, nor about doing things for God so we can get a favor later. We should be motivated by the love of God and the desire to share that love with the world. We are not rodents in a Skinner box hitting the lever to get the next pellet. But there's no room for us to be complacent and no reason to expect that we are somehow entitled. We're not entitled, we're loved. And that's a whole different thing.